good morning and welcome this Monday morning. So glad you could join us. We're going through the book of Nehemiah and last week we finished that uh, wonderful prayer of Nehemiah. Um, revival in the air, a real sense of God speaking and people listening and being moved by the word of God. Well now we're going to see that it, this, it was no um, uh, fickle thing. That, that There really was a move of God that was going to carry through into their their lives and we're now coming to chapter 10 and we'll pray and we'll see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord thank you so much that you are at work in the lives of those who love you, who honour you with their lives. Thank you Lord you have plans for us, you have good things for us and I pray this morning you'll be speaking to us as we See the response of these dear people to your word in their day. So please speak to us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, the first thing to say is I'm, I'm not going to read the many, many names uh, that come up in these next chapters. But just to say that it, 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 these names are important. They're not just a mass of people who don't belong anywhere. They're named and they're families and they're, they're, they're part of the community of God's people. It, it, so in a way I'd love to read them all but um, I won't. Okay, but they're named. Everyone is named. Um, not a number, a name. A part of God's purposes. Okay, so here we go. End of chapter 9, verse 38. Okay, well, actually, verse before, 37. We are in great distress. They've heard the word of God. There's a sense of revival in the air. There, there's a sense of, oh, God, oh, God, we, we, we want to please you. And we, 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 a heart after God, beautiful. In verse 38, in view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in writing, and our leaders, our Levites, and our priests will affix their seals to it. Those who sealed it were Nehemiah and all of those dear ones. And then verse 9, the Levites, and another list of names. Verse 14, the leaders of the people. And then on to verse 28, the rest of the people, priests, Levites, gatekeepers, musicians, temple servants, and all who separated themselves from the neighbouring peoples for the sake of the law of God, together with their wives and their sons and daughters who were able to understand. All these now join their fellow Israelites, the nobles, and bind themselves with a curse and an oath to follow the law of God given through Moses, the servant of God, and to obey carefully all the commands, regulations and decrees of the Lord our God. I guess the point I can make here, obviously they, they, they were living under the law and they were looking to honor, to, to, to please God through the keeping of the law. Um, we are living in different days. We, we live wanting to please the Lord with our lives, but it, it, it wouldn't, it's not going to look quite the same. We're not under law, we're under the grace and kindness of God. But nevertheless, when God moves, when there's a sense of revival when there's a sense of repentance genuine repentance means change turning around and uh, it's so important you know when god speaks that we uh, we help others and that we ourselves respond okay therefore lord what would you have of me 
what would you have me do here? How would you have me respond? You know, that, that's the genuine move of God will, will, will result in changed lives. People making choices. Lord, by your grace, I want to honour you in this area and in this area. So there's a, it, it, there's a genuine desire. They're in distress. They're, that's a, end of chapter 9. That sounds like repentance to me. An awareness of, of sin, an awareness of how we fall short of the glory of God. And, and, and in response to that, a desire, Lord, I want to please you. Not earning my salvation. I can never do that. But walking, honouring you as my Lord and Master. Okay, so there's resolve here, okay, which is good. We, first thing we see in verse 30, we promise not to give our daughters in marriage to the peoples around us or to take their daughters for our sons. Um, well, I could say something about that, couldn't I? Because Paul does. I think it's in 2 Corinthians, is it chapter, chapter 6? He speaks about you know, being unequally yoked. It's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's foolish. It's, it's, it, 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 you run the risk of, of um, uh, losing your faith being diluted and apart from anything else you know when perhaps one of the most important things in your life is is knowing the Lord Jesus and following him it just doesn't make any sense to be then marrying someone who doesn't share that passion in their lives it's it's and you can't you can't and I've heard people sometimes say oh well I trust that the Lord will bring them to himself that, that's 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 um, that's presuming I think on the grace of God um, so you know, it, it, being clear from the culture around them, they, the, the, the people that, that, that they, they'd come back from captivity, the, there was this desire to establish afresh the community of the people of God, and the, the witness of the people of God, the uniqueness of the people of God. So the first thing here is was in terms of their relationships, and uh, we need to think about that ourselves, our relationships, um, and particularly in the area of marriage. We, Let's not be foolish in that respect. Okay. We promise, verse 30, not to give our daughters in marriage to the peoples around us or take their daughters for our sons. When the neighbouring peoples... Here's the next thing now. When the neighbouring peoples bring merchandise or grain to sell on the Sabbath, we will not buy from them on the Sabbath or on any holy day. Okay, so uh, Sabbath observance, what's this all about? Well, let me just remind you, uh, it's very easy just to disregard these things, oh, it doesn't apply to us, but let me just remind you, back in Egypt, the people were on the treadmill of a materialistic culture, no days off, on the treadmill, they were numbers, they were commodities, they were turning out goods for the, for the, for, for, for the Egyptians, they were they were toiling with the whole lives. The first thing that God did when bringing them out of Egypt was to give them Sabbath rest. And I think that, that speaks volumes. He's, he's, the, the point's been made, you're not a commodity on the treadmill of a materialistic society. You're mine. And you, you're to live for my glory. And to that end, I want to break this awful cycle of endless work and, I give you Sabbath where you, where you can, can rest and worship and enjoy. Now, you know, I, you know, I understand. You, we, uh, do I believe in Sunday observance? Well, I certainly, I certainly feel that a day off is good for you. 
in every every sense of the of the of the, of the, of the, the word. It's, it's a day off. It's a time for refreshing. Um, of course, you can't always choose, and I realise that some of you have to just because of shifts and all the rest. You have to work on Sundays, and, and and we totally get that. But the principle of a day of rest, a day getting off the treadmill, and enjoying family and the, the people of God and the presence of God and uh, worshipping with the people of God. It's, it's precious, precious. We shouldn't just throw it away. And I mean, of course, I remember as a, as a child, uh, it was all a bit oppressive. You didn't, uh, you know, um, if you disobeyed and did a little bit of homework on a Sunday afternoon, you never knew what might happen. A little bit, you know, um, now we don't live like that. We, we, we're under grace. But nevertheless, we want to live as those who are... are I belong to the king and and he 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 has rest for our souls and of course the writer to the hebrews says that that we have a sabbath rest it's of course we have we rest from our works because jesus died for us in our place of course we understand all that that's our real rest and we look forward to our eternal rest but i still think that there's something here for the people of god for healthy well our, our well-being not in a legalistic way, but in a way that will refresh and bless us. Um, you might want to have a think about that. We're not commodities, we're the family of God. And certainly, you know, is it Paul writing to the Thessalonians? Don't neglect your assembling together, as is the habit of some. It's coming together on the first day of the week to be with the people of God is hugely, hugely, hugely important. Why? To keep the distinctives, to keep that sense of who we are, we're, we're the people of God, we're, we're not just lost in the culture around us. We have an identity in, in the Lord Jesus and we're, we're his people and my time has run out. So let's, let's pray as we finish this morning. Lord, thank you that we belong to you. Thank you that we, we Lord, we're we yours. You've, you've separated for yourself men, women, children, to be your very own, to belong to you, to, to live for you, to walk with you, to witness for you, to, to reflect you, your glory in our culture. And I pray, help us, Lord, to live wisely and uh, for your glory and not to, not to neglect, Lord, our assembling together, our, our identity as the family of God. So go with us today, I pray, and may we live for your glory wherever we go, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Sorry I ran over getting carried away there. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning. Bye for now.